Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short, about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, getting us into God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's Word every day also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our souls. You know people in your life who need to change their focus in life, don't you? You know people who need to grow in their faith, who need to turn their lives over to God through Jesus Christ. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing with your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with your family members, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody grow in their faith. You may help somebody come to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everyone you can. We're talking about the Bible in this line of thought and study. The Bible. People have a Bible in their home, don't they? In fact, probably most homes have more than one Bible. Unfortunately, in a whole lot of those homes, the Bible sits on a bookshelf someplace, or maybe on a shelf in a closet, or in a cabinet, and it almost never gets pulled down, and almost never gets opened up and read, even just for a few minutes at a time. How sad that is. And in spite of that, the Bible is the best-selling book, number one best-selling book in our country and around the world every single week. Every single week. Nothing even comes, no other book even comes close. Amazing, isn't it? And it is also the most cherished book throughout the world. People will stand in line in some countries where Bibles are scarce just to receive a copy if they find out they're being handed out. When you think about how many Bibles are sold in our country every year, every week, uh, maybe as many as 850,000 every week. But you see, the number of Bibles sold each year in the United States is so great that an exact count is, it's impossible, it's said. Distributors estimate that Bibles represent about $200 million a year in sales, and that's equal to roughly 30 million books. And these figures do not include Bibles that are given away for free. Well, that those numbers are staggering. But the Bible is not just important because so many people buy it every year. It's because of what the Bible is. It is God's Word. It's a book for everybody. It's already been translated into over 2,300 languages and dialects, and those numbers keep being added to year by year. The Bible's message of salvation is not just for a select group of people. It's for everybody. Jesus told the apostles to go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. As Matthew recorded that great commission from our Lord, He wrote down our Lord's words, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, teaching them all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. 
the psalmist wrote, your word, speaking of the Bible, God's word, your word is a lamp to my feet or is a light to, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Oh my, it is a book for everybody and it is a book for everybody in every generation. Now there have been times when cultures of individual nations have, well, they've drifted away from the Bible. You can even read about this when it comes to reading and studying the history of Israel in Old Testament times. There would be generations where they would turn away from God, largely. There was even, at one point, they had lost the Bible, basically. And it was found. It was found, and they began to read it and say, wow, look at what this says. But you see, those generations that gradually drift away from the scriptures, you come to another generation, they, they find it again. They come back to it. They recognize the drifting was not productive. In fact, it was counterproductive to their well-being. Peter wrote, as others had before him, the word of the Lord endures forever, 1 Peter 1 and verse 25. Oh my, yes, the Bible is a book for everybody in every generation. The Bible is a book for every age of life as well. It's not just for older folks or for young kids or for middle age. It's for every age group. The sermon last Sunday might have been listened to by people from all seasons of life. The spring, their youth. The summer, and that would be manhood, womanhood, as they mature. The fall, fully mature, maturing older, and then the winter of old age. But each group is intrigued by its teachings and enlightened and informed by it. Now, this same book is studied in every Sunday school class for, for the littlest little ones, from cradle roll to the youth group to the teenagers to young professionals, and all the way up to and through senior citizens. Young adults, oh, they learn from the ideals and the character that is proclaimed and taught in the scriptures. They learn how to face the challenges of life by studying the encouragements and the promises and the peace that comes from living by the, in a faithful and dedicated way an obedient way, consistently, to the teachings of God's word. When the Apostle Paul faced the difficulties that he was challenged with on an ongoing basis as a gospel preacher, as a Christian man, and as a divinely appointed apostle of Jesus Christ, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, he prefaced that by saying, I know how to be up, up in life. I know how, how, how to be down in life. And he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's key. How does he gain that strength? Through Christ, through his word, through his word. Singles, married couples, parents, children, even those who have been divorced and widowed, they find companionship with their eternal friend who still walks for them, with them as they walk with him in faithfulness as they study God's word. 
They learn about the hope, the direction, the peace, the calm, the strength that God offers them repeatedly through the teachings of his word. Newlyweds learn how to be better couples, how to be a better husband, how to be a better wife in their love for one another because they first focus on what love is and the greatest example of that love being God's love for them by sending his son to the cross to die for them so that their sins could be washed away by his blood shed on that cross. John 3 and verse 16. Oh my. The Bible is a guide to youth. (laughs) And youth really need that guidance, don't they? Because it gives them lessons in character and integrity, but also in morality. It's a comfort to the young. In Psalm 119, beginning with verse 9, the psalmist wrote this along this line. How can a young man cleanse his own way? By taking heed according to your word, speaking of God's word, the Bible. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. How blessed we are to have God's word. The greatest guidebook that has ever, writ- that has ever been written. The greatest self-help manual that has ever been put into words and published. The Bible is there for all of us. Let no man despise your youth, but be an example of the believers in word and conversation, in charity and spirit and faith and purity. As the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12, as the older prepare to finish their course of life here in this earth, 2 Timothy 4 and verse 7, they often conduct their most earnest search of the scriptures in preparation for entrance into the eternal kingdom of heaven. The Bible gives them assurance, oh, lots of assurance, to carry them through the valley of the shadow of death and up the holy hill of God, Psalm 23 and verse 4 and 15 and verse 1. To them it says, They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing, Psalm 92 and verse 14. And even to your old age, I am he. And even to our, to, even to the, the, the hoary hairs on your head, speaking of white-haired older people, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear, even I will carry and will deliver you. Isaiah 46 and verse 4. The Bible is the greatest book ever written. The most timeless book ever written. We can be thankful that God has blessed us with his word. We'll study further next time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for blessing us so much, for communicating your word, your promises, your blessings, your hope, your strength, your encouragement to us through your word, the holy scriptures of your Bible. Thank you, Father. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father, always, and help people everywhere to open their eyes to this greatest of all books, the greatest book of hope 
for everybody in every generation at every age, the Bible Father. Help people see it and come to it. Please forgive us, gracious Father. Please forgive us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.